Welcome to Somebody's Mama Podcast. We're your hosts, Kendra. And Nicole. And we thank you guys for joining us for another episode. This is episode 35. Um, we took a little break last week, but we're back and ready to chit chat. So we're going to kind of touch on last weekend a little bit as well as this weekend. So Nicole, how was your last couple of weekends? <laughs> Listen, we have been living at the pool, yes, the beach, and the tennis courts, okay? <laughs> That's where we've been at. That's where we've been living. We've been having so much fun that I feel like I haven't even been posting it, but I have been living on the tennis court and that's something I've really wanted to get back into so I'm really happy that I've been doing it more um and the kids are loving it and then we went to the pool right and Audrey okay they both have floaties on they don't know how to swim but they're comfortable more with the water now so they'll probably do swimming lessons this summer right so uh, you know how like okay so I was at the pool with just my two kids the baby was at home with the dad you know, like when your kids are taking forever to get used to the water, dads will usually like step in and like pull them off and like carry them in the water, right? Right. Well, my husband wasn't there and my son, he was so excited to get in the water. He had his floaty on, he was having a good time, but his sister was like stuck onto the pole, you know, <laughs> the pole in the water, right? And my son was like, come on, you got a floaty, you're going to be fine. And the water was really shallow, like, the water's like four feet. Yeah. And they got floaties on, like, they're good. Mm -hmm. And I'm right there. And so uh, my son couldn't take it anymore. So he went over to his sister, pulled her off the pole, <laughs> and, like, pulled her to, like, the middle of the pool, like, you're fine. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and she was just, like, holding on to him. Yeah. And he, she was just like, oh, I'm okay, you know? <laughs> and it was such a moment because it was like they had to trust each other. Yes, that's it. And it was like, I got the photos of it and everybody by the side of the pool is freaking out. I'm freaking out. Mm -hmm. And because at first she's kind of screaming and I'm like, you guys just stop it. And my son was like, no, she needs to get in the water. And then, uh, then she finally like calms down and is like, oh, I'm floating. I'm fine. Right. Five minutes later, she was back holding that pole, but <laughs> the like, pictures are super cute. You sound like me. <laughs> and then, and then, uh, <laughs> uh, my son really loves to paint. So this past weekend, I found this really cool painting place actually by your house. And um, my son loves to paint. Like he's doodling in class all the time. Sometimes he gets in trouble for drawing in class because he needs to be doing work and stuff like that. So I was like, he got to get this out, you know? Yeah. So on Saturday, we took them to a painting class and he met a friend and um, they were able to paint and just had a really good time. And something that I really liked about the painting class is he ended up becoming friends with the instructor's daughter. Mm -hmm. And I don't know about you, but when you, ha I saw this on like um, a mommy group this week too. When you have a kid that's very, very outgoing, mm -hmm. it's kind of hard because you think that your kid like oh, it was outgoing that can mix in everywhere. Mm -hmm. But what happens is like my son is very outgoing. So when we go to the grocery store and he says hi to a kid, a kid may not say hi back. Right. Yes. 
and it's so annoying because other parents will see that your child said hi to that kid and then they don't say anything Mm -hmm. and to be honest we haven't had that problem as much where we moved but where we used to live it would happen all the time even kids at his own school they just like wouldn't play with him or like would ignore him and like as a parent it was just heartbreaking to always see like your child reach out to other children especially during the pandemic if they go anywhere they're like hi hello and to see kids still like ignore you and it was just it was just bad right like you're 50 feet away just say hi back like there would be a kid like literally like two blocks away my kid would say hi and they would just be like you know, whatever. But at the painting, at the painting class, the girl was like super, um, she wasn't super outgoing, but she was talkative. And she was like, hey, can, hey, can you play Roblox? I have Roblox. Like, can I get your gamer tag? And then I was like, okay, you hit up Okay, I see you. <laughs> I was like, wait, you guys are first graders. Like, I'm in the first grade too. <laughs> asked him for his phone number okay <laughs> yeah she basically asked him for my seven year, my six year seven or whatever phone number and i was just thinking like this is so wild mm-hmm. so wild but yeah that's, that's cool. how that's how things been going how how have you been what have you been doing that's cool um we have been last week you know last week was super bowl so that was fun and it's like you said it's been hot we went to the pool last saturday and like a little splash pad at a friend's house. So that was really fun. Uh, we had some family time. This Saturday, we actually like went out shopping. I wanted to get a couple of things, but my husband's like, I want to get out the house too. So we all went as a family. <laughs> oh, nice. Those are the best times. Yeah. So it was really fun. And Kendon loves to go for a little drive. So um, <laughs> we did that. And then we got lunch over there um Kendon always asking to go to restaurants so we went and got lunch and then that evening I went to dinner with some friends um at this restaurant called um Joey downtown LA it was really good like the food was really good um so I would I would dine there again it was a nice little vibe too very cute nice and then Sunday I did my grocery shopping watched church um and then I actually went out to dinner again. I'm like, I was double booked for the weekend. Saturday was planned. Saturday was kind of like my friend was like, come on, go out with me. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was nice. But in Sunday, I had already had it planned to meet up with some of my mommy friends. And so we did that. And then today the kids were off of school. So, but it was kind of chilly today. So we kind of just stayed in and, you know, played and did different things. So it's been chill, not so chill, chill, not so chill. (laughs) But overall, it was a good weekend. Nice. I know the weather has kind of been weird. It's been like hot and cold and hot and cold. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, "Ah, I wanted to take them out today, but I was like, I don't want them to get sick again because that shock of just the cold weather, I feel like... I don't know. I was like, I don't need no more runny noses. We had a runny nose a couple weeks ago and we don't need no more. See, that's what happened to us over the weekend. After we left that painting class, my daughter started to get a runny nose on Sunday and I was like, really? Yeah. 
the struggle. It's like such a battle of like wanting to go out, do fun things. And then it's like, okay, but we don't want to get sick. So we obviously wear our mask everywhere, but um, yeah, somehow the germs still sneak in. Um, over the weekend, my daughter kept saying, my throat hurts, my throat hurts, my throat hurts. And I was just like, what do you mean your throat hurts? Like, she was like, no, she said my neck hurts. She said my neck hurts, my neck hurts. And then I was just like, okay, maybe it just hurts. And then towards the end of the night, she was like, my neck hurts, my neck hurts. I was like, like right here, it hurts like in the front of your throat. And she was like, yeah, it hurts, it hurts. Girl, <laughs> I gave her cough and cold sleep medicine because I was like, okay, if her throat is hurting, like God forbid she has a sore throat, like let her at least have this medicine and she will go to sleep, right? Right. So she knocks out and I'm like, I tell my husband, yeah, I made sure to give her some medicine because when she gets sick, she just, she, she just, it's just, it, she just loses it, right? So I have to be really like proactive with her. Mm -hmm. So I tell my husband, yeah, she said her neck hurt. I gave her this medicine because she said the front of her throat hurts, right? Mm -hmm. My husband goes, oh yeah, I remember earlier in the day, she walked into the, the stairway and hit her throat. What? gave the baby medicine <laughs> <laughs> she knocked out <laughs> now she hit her throat she was like yeah he, he, she walked into the because she's at that height you know that height where like you're taller but you're still short you know yeah and she's like yeah she hit her she got hit she like walked into the wall or something and hit her throat or something and I was like oh my goodness yeah he was like yeah she did say her neck was hurting I said yeah so I gave her sleep medicine he was like oh <laughs> she had a because I was about to say well she had a sore throat you gonna give her a COVID test <laughs> I know that's what I was freaking out I was like oh my god did, you know what's going on and then girl Oh my god. Oh yeah, I forgot to tell you. By the way, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. A moment. Let's switch into our mama moments. <laughs> yes. Yes, Kendra. What's your mama moment? Okay, so over the weekend when we went to um to lunch, we were at Island's Burgers or whatever. And um, Kendon is sitting at the table and he's just telling us all these little jokes. Like he loves to tell jokes and he, um, he was just telling us all these little jokes and some of them were really funny. So I was like, okay, let me record you. And so I put the joke on my Instagram and everybody like was DMing me, like cracking up, like, oh my <laughs> God, that joke was so funny. I'm in tears. And I'm like, I thought it was funny because I'm like, you know, it's my kid. But I didn't think everybody was going to think it was so funny. But I think it's just him being cute, like saying it too. Like it was funny. So that was a fun moment. He was just at the table, just telling jokes, telling, talking to the waiter, like asking for more apple juice. He loves going to restaurants. <laughs> when we go to a restaurant, he has to order everything himself. He's like, I will have 
french fries and apple juice and the guy's like you don't want a meal like what else do you want with it no french fries and apple juice please thank you <laughs> make sure you bring the straw <laughs> don't forget the straw sir do not forget the straw <laughs> right so we had a good time um bryson had a good time at the restaurant too he was coloring and tearing up his chicken and french fries and throwing them everywhere so um I wanted to ask you, did Kenda come up with the jokes by himself or like how did he come up with those jokes? Because it was really funny. So he gets some jokes from Peppa Pig and <laughs> there's another show that he watches and they tell jokes on there all the time and he remembers them. So he'll come running into home in my room like, mom, I got a joke. In case y'all want to hear the joke. The joke was, yeah. uh, what was the joke? <laughs> Shoot. What did the drummer say to the other drummer? And then he said, I'm gonna mess the joke up because I don't remember the catchphrase. What was it? It was like I got the beats or something like that. Yeah, I got the beats, I think. I'm sorry, y'all. I'll I'll repost the joke on somebody's mama page because I We should put the put the video and then on top of it put episode thirty-five. Okay, yeah, I'll do that because I can't remember the joke, child. <laughs> but it was funny and it was super cute. It was very very cute okay what about you okay so my mama moment is very special because on this valentine's day my baby my 10 month old said mama <laughs> for the first time <laughs> and my husband swears she said it before but i'm like no she didn't say it clear like this if she said it before it might have been a ma or a ah or something like that but on valentine's day she said mama 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 and has she kept like continued to say it yeah she's still working for it she still she still is saying like she still says it like mama and don't get her mad because if her dad's holding her and she get mad she's like mama mama <laughs> Oh, uh, she's growing up 10 months yeah i think so 10 months and then she tries to take steps now and like she literally can hold the couch and do like a step or two and i'm like what is going on hmm. so she's really trying to walk like she's really working on it that's about right she's at 10 months I yeah because she'll be one in april uh, what's her birthday again She's an Aries. She's April 14th. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's I right. was, that's missed it. Yeah, I was trying hard, y'all. I was trying so hard to make her a Taurus. I was working hard. <laughs> yeah, I was. But then I was like, I'm not going to put her safety. Right. Absolutely. Because <laughs> I probably, but no, the way I was going into labor, there's no way I could have made it. But um, yeah, yeah she's she's something that's so cute okay so we're gonna jump into our topic it's a topic slash hot topic um this topic kind of came about maybe a couple weeks ago but it kind of resurfaced um today and kiera sheared who is a um, gospel singer um she recently got married and um she was also in a, a movie recently um on lifetime but she recently got married, so they were interviewing her, 
and they asked her, I forget what question they asked her. Uh, I think it was actually about boundaries in her marriage or how does she feel about friends um, visiting her home? And she said, um, you know, talking to her mom and things like that, her mom was just like, you know, you don't let no, no women spend a night in your house. Like, you just don't do that. <laughs> so, um, and she was just talking about how, you know, you have to use wisdom and discernment. And so she doesn't let everybody spend the night at her house. She's like, I'll get you a hotel room, but you know, spending the night up in here. And then um, Queen Nyjah weighed in again today and said the same question and she said it really depends on the friend for her um she said some friends you just know that they're going straight to the hotel like yeah and both of them were saying like it's not that they don't trust their husbands or anything like that because people kind of were in the uproar about Pierre Shear's comments saying like that's messed up. Like your friends can't even like spend a night at your house. Like, what does that say about you and your husband? You don't trust him. And that's not what she was saying. It had nothing to do with her husband. She said, you just use wisdom and discernment. Everybody ain't able. Okay. Yeah. And so certain, certain people just can't sleep over at her house. And that was, that's her rule. And Queen Naja had the same sentiment. She's like, you know, unless they're like family, she said like her best friend, um, her best friend and her boyfriend um, are friends. Like they're all four friends. So she's like, sometimes her best friend will come and stay in the guest room. And she doesn't have any issues with that because she, she can trust her. You know, they're all friends and she doesn't think any sh anything shady going on. But with certain friends, they automatically have to go to a hotel. Yeah, and it kind of just like brought up to us about just what are the boundaries that we have within our own relationships, you know, like what's our boundaries, you know? Right. So how do you feel about that specific topic, though? How do you feel about people staying over? Listen. <laughs> oh, um. That position? Huh? Have you ever been put in that position to where somebody asked to stay over and you like, uh-uh? See, I don't think I've been in that position in that way. No. Okay, so how do you feel about it? Oh, gee. It's so weird because it's not like a matter of, it's just an uncomfortableness. I think that it's about like, I don't think nothing would, like, I, I like, I don't, I trust my husband. Like there's trust there, but the, I think there's, there's something that's just awkward about it more so for me. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? Like it's more about the awkwardness. I probably would say I would rather the friend stay at a hotel or this and that but if the friend is like maybe it's not safe for them to drive uh-huh like an unfortunate circumstance where it's like they can't leave like you're not yeah out and be like you got to go <laughs> yeah like i wouldn't do that mm -hmm. i wouldn't do like if, if if it's an unfortunate situation then okay i can understand like that's probably the only way that it would end up probably being okay with me or if it is just super late at night and it's just not safe to drive mm -hmm. 
and a friend is over, then I could see that being okay. I'm really not worried about like cheating. It's just the uncomfortableness for me. Like, yeah, you know? having somebody in your home, like, yeah. It's just more so that. What about you? Um, for me, I I do agree. My mom also talked about the same thing about just having people in your home in general. My husband and I, we actually talked about it before we get, got married about what our stance was on this issue was and just about people staying over in general. Yeah. And our thing was if somebody's coming from out of town and we have the space to, because at the time we were in a, a two bedroom apartment when we first got married and our second bedroom was like an office and like so at that point it was kind of like really solely like only family because it's just too close of a quarters and no so if there was family coming from out of town then everything was cool depending on who you know the family members was and like how close we are things like that but our general rule was nobody can stay over for more than three days so even if somebody come from out of town it's like nah bro you ain't gonna be here for no week you can be here for the weekend okay the weekend um and then also that depended on who who the family member was like if it was his sister or his mom or um close cousins like things like that um and then but now our our stance is more so circumstantial but for me um my best friend she comes she stays over all the time like not all the time but she stayed over um you know because she comes to see the kids she's my kid's godmother she's my best friend we've yeah. been since we were six and seven years old her and my husband have a brother and sister relationship um i fully trust her like there, she literally looks at him like her blood brother. So there is never even a second thought of like whether she could spend the night or not. Yeah. Um, she's like family. Yeah, she's family. And I have my close group of friends, like they're like my sister's um, family. So there would never be a question if they could spend the night or not, or not especially because I live an hour away from everybody. Mm. So, um, the rest of them, they don't, I don't think any of them, my other friends have ever spent the night, only uh, my best friend. Yeah, I think she's the only one that's ever spent the night. Um, so as far as that goes, like we, we have boundaries with it, but there's not really anybody that would ever ask to like spend the night just on a whim. Now, some of my other friends who are kind of like, they're friends but i don't really speak to them on a regular basis if they came into town and were like oh i want to come visit i would get them a hotel not because um i don't trust my husband or i don't trust them or anything just like like you said the comfortability of it um just so that they can have their own space but at my house my guest room is downstairs there's a bathroom there um so I have the space and everything, but I think it just would depend on the person. But as far as my close group of friends, any of them could spend the night. Yeah. Husband also has female friends as well. So I think that's when um, things get a little bit more tricky. It's like, it really depends <laughs> on who it is. Wait, I have a question. Because me and my husband talk about this all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you friends with his female friends? 
Um, I am friends with a couple of his female friends. Yes. See, I, not like really close. There's like two of them that I have like their phone numbers and um, like I'll text them if like I'm doing something for his birthday or um, I text them for their birthdays um, or if we're doing something for the kids things of that nature. Um, I feel comfortable with them. Now, in the beginning of our relationship, there had to be some boundaries set because they were right. like having access to him that he didn't recognize it. But I was just like, you got to set some boundaries here. Like they can't just be texting you any time of night, asking you questions about stuff or can you help me with this? Can you help me with that? Like we had to set some boundaries in those areas. And you know, that's like growing pains, you know, like yeah. when you're used to somebody just being available and accessible, you don't really think about that type of stuff. You don't think right. about We about to go to bed. Like, why are you calling him? <laughs> I'll never forget right before my husband and I's first Thanksgiving as a couple, right? It was a Thanksgiving right before, it was our first Thanksgiving as a couple. Mm-hmm. and he was asleep or something and I picked up his phone and one of his longtime friends that I hadn't met hadn't heard of yet right because my husband and I when we met we kind of just fell in love really fast right mm-hmm. so I hadn't met her yet I didn't really know of her yet and I'll never forget she texted him and he was downstairs or asleep or something and I replied back to her right Uh and she went off on me what she went off on me like listen here i was here first i was his friend first and i was like what did you say what what was your reply it was like before she said that did you say like it was something like really like like calm like i think to me at the time it might have been calm but she may have took it as threatening you know because I mean, I'm like 18 years old, so I or 19 years old. So I think I may have told her like, "Hey, he's sleep right now. Is there anything you want me to let him know, or something like that?" Like it was really like to me at the time. Yeah, it was casual, and right. she went off. Right. Mm-hmm. Come to find out, that was a friend of my husbands that they were friends for a really long time Mm -hmm. after that situation my husband like barely ever talked to her again oh because she like blew up on you blew up on you yeah she like blew up and to me at the time I was like I'm gonna play this smart because you just showed your butt like you just showed your cards you just showed some type of way yeah you feel some type of way and so then it puts the cards in my hand like this your friend like what's wrong with her right (laughs) (laughs) and cool but you just blew up the spot which tells me it's something else so this is a go this is a no now this is a no so she had to really the so that bound but he was he's pretty strict with his boundaries and so um but my husband has female friends like your husband does and my husband would like me to be friends with these people. These people tend to want to meet me. They tend to want to like, you know, do all these things. And you know me, Kendra, I really be in my own world. You know. Yeah. 
I really be in my own little world, living my own little life, doing my own little thing. And so I have to really like you already to like go do something fun. Like I'm not going to just go out on a whim. Like if I don't know that I like think you're a cool vibe. And so what he tells me about them, I don't, I'm not <laughs> like, eh. I'm like, you know, I don't know. He's like, I think you guys would get along. And I'm like, mm, yeah. <laughs> so I don't think, I don't think that's, <laughs> I don't think that's for me. <laughs> but he wants me to be friends with him. And I just like, I don't like talking on the phone. I'm a texter. Like, it's just, it's just like not my vibe. But something I'm proud of is he really has his own boundaries. Mm-hmm. He knows where my boundaries are at. Like, I don't really play with that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but something did happen one time because a friend of his no i got two i got two i got real quick real quick one time the girl she felt so comfortable to ask if my husband wanted to go with her to a wedding oh no and i was like no ma'am ma'am no ma'am i was like joshua you might hear that. That's where I draw the line. Um, I'm okay. I'm not gonna be one of those people that say you can't have female friends. But that right there, he was like, I already told her no. Mm-hmm. And that and he told her like that's like pushing a boundary. Like he told her, like he's a he's an over communicator. So he let her know like that is like like no, you know? And then one other time, late at night, some girl got stranded, like, in San Jose, and we're in Southern California, and she wanted him to drive out there because she was scared. I was like, she in a hotel. You ain't driving out there. Ain't no way. And so, for me, I've only been in a position where I felt like other people pushed the boundary, you know? Like, it's weird when other people push it. Has somebody ever like pushed your guys's boundary where you're like, I know you did not just, I know you did not just ask that. In the beginning of the relationship and meeting all of his female friends, I was very much like, this too much. It's a lot of <laughs> And they were just so used to him like being there for him. Like, you know, he's yeah. the one that everybody can go to. And he's very dependable very dependable and a lot of them didn't have significant others at the time and it was just a lot for me because i had never dated someone with so many female friends so i was just like what the heck is this <laughs> yeah it's a lot it's a lot Calling it you, could be a lot texting you and stuff but after time went on and i got to know some of them and spend time with them um like they were cool like so it was a lot of adjusting um but everybody's always been really respectful and i haven't had any issues with like anybody pushing boundaries or things like that so because we established those boundaries in the beginning it just made things a lot easier and um like i said i love them they're aunties to my kids i i can hang out with them by myself like yeah have good relationships with them listen i'll never forget like my husband and i were we had only been together maybe six months right Mm -hmm. 
and we were in college and my husband liked to uh like he likes to like salsa dance like he really really likes like latin dance and stuff like that mm -hmm. so there's this big like um like black people meet up right on campus actually we weren't even no you know what we were not together yet we was like three weeks like three weeks fresh like a something like that and you know how like yeah we were like talking mm -hmm. and so you know how um in college the black people meet up like and have pizza and do all that right mm -hmm. well <laughs> i'll ne i'll never forget there was this meetup and he was there he's like oh yeah i'm gonna go and so me and my friends we went right so we're there and then when i get there as i pull up there's a dance competition going on a latin dance competition thing going on and my husband i had to watch my it wasn't my husband then the person i was talking to do seductive latin dancing with this girl you didn't dance huh the forbidden dance yeah, the forbidden, the, the forbidden dance, the just all the moves, all the salsa, and all the, all of this, and I just was like, this is way past my boundary. This is way past my boundary. So I had to sit there, and she was doing the most, and I was like, sir. And so when he finished, he thought he was like really did the thing, you know, and I was just like hot. I know I did not just <laughs> sit here because my boundary has been like this is like and I think I'm pretty sure I kept my composure about it but he knew that he ultimately knew that it made me feel extremely uncomfortable and I was not okay with it and I never talked to that girl <laughs> I never talked to that girl and I didn't say hi to that girl I was never gonna say hi we was not gonna be friends. Right. And he was just like, "Oh my goodness!" So I have a question for you. Then with that, mm -hmm. can your husband dance with other people? Like, are you comfortable with him dancing with other people? No, absolutely not. And you know what? I feel like people are, huh? That is too intimate. No. And you know what? I feel like um, people, especially like internet like oh i feel like people just be like oh my husband can dance with anybody no i don't want you grinding on my husband no absolutely not like no that's weird that's no. so weird that's weird and uncomfortable it's no absolutely not it's a no it's a no for me it's a, it's a it's it's a don't even don't even catch eyes for me it's a no Mm -mm. because nine times out of ten like where are you gonna be dancing at because <laughs> <I'm gonna> be <laughs> <there>. <laughs> nope. no no but there's been times where my husband has gone out because you know like people are getting married and there's like you know what i'm saying oh and you couldn't go over. yeah because you know it's like um what's it called when groomsmen they all go out for the oh like the bachelor party yeah you really shouldn't be dancing with nobody at the bachelor party well I'm they like, go well like back then it was like they would go to a club and then you know what i'm saying it's like no it's a no for me you better one two step by yourself it's not dancing in a circle doing an electric slide or something <laughs> and the thing is my husband is six five so is when he go to those places he's visible yeah. and i just be i'd be at like 
you know what? Girls just want to come in there and back that thing up. <laughs> I like he he know he be like no uh <laughs> he like he be like yeah babe this girl she tried to dance with me and I was like I'm married. <laughs> oh my god, that is so funny. Yeah, no, um, yeah, I think it's just important to just bring that bring like me and my husband we talked about everything under the sun before we got married. Yeah. We still have conversations about like just random stuff and so we did discuss boundaries early on like when it comes to phone calls when it comes to going out but my yeah. husband, he's very like he's just not that guy anyway he'll be like back up i do not know you get away from me like <laughs> <laughs> it's hot very easily you don't want he don't like people touching him yeah I, in that area, I ain't really got to worry about him. And he tells it all, too. He'll come on and be like, hey, guess what? We was over here. We had a section. This girl came here. And then we, you know, like, <laughs> he'll tell it all. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. Uh, my husband's the same way where he's just going to tell it all. But you have, do you ever wonder, like, because this is my thing. Sometimes, like, you see stuff on social media and you see in the comments where people will be like, oh, yeah, married men are the worst. Or, you know, if he's married, but the wife isn't there. Like, have you ever, you ever seen those comments? And you just be thinking, like, are you serious? Yeah. Like, why would you want to push that boundary? Like, why would you, you know what I mean? Okay, so the other day I saw, I don't know, this video went viral about a girl who was on vacation, I think she was in Miami, and there was a man who was there on the beach with her, and they were kind of like just frolicking on the beach and having a good time, and her friends were taking pictures and videos. He gave her his phone number. He, apparently she lost the phone number, and um, she lost the phone number, so she posted the video on TikTok, like, oh, if you guys know him, tell him I'm looking for him, whatever, right? It went right. Yep. Sending the video to this man's wife. Mm-hmm. Tell it, Kendra. So I go in the shade room one day, and the shade room has like this little uh, talk segment now where they interview people about things that happen, like a little news segment. Right. So they had the husband and the wife on there, and they asked her, you know, like, how did you feel about seeing the video? How'd you feel? Like, what happened? So she was like, oh, I cussed him out. I cussed him smooth out. I I think she said she either she packed herself or she kicked him out or something. Like she was very upset. And she's like, you know, you got this chick out here looking for you and and you're married. They have children, like all these things. And so when they asked him, like, well, what happened? And she was like, no, he didn't cheat, but he still was out of line. And the guy was kind of like nonchalant about it. He was just like, man it wasn't even like that it wasn't even that big a deal like for him he was in miami having quote unquote fun he said that it didn't it didn't happen the way it seemed he was like i didn't know they were recording and then his wife was like you didn't know they were recording but you were smiling for the picture and he was like well i thought she was taking a picture i didn't know they were recording a video she's like same thing (laughs) oh my goodness so basically his thing was he said he never gave her his phone number. Mm. 
he said he never gave her his phone number, but he was like, I shouldn't have been talking to her. I shouldn't have been engaging with her. He was like, nothing happened. We never met up. Like I never did anything with her. He was like, it was just like basically harmless flirting. But she's like, when you go on vacation, I need to be able to trust you that you're acting like a married man. And, I, and then they interviewed the girl as well. And she was like, I did not know he had a wife. If I knew he had a wife, I clearly would have never like even talked to him. And I sure wouldn't have posted a video looking for him. Right. And so she was like, I, it's no disrespect to his wife or anything like that. Like, obviously I don't want to talk to him now. I did not know. Um, I apologize for anything that, you know, damage or anything that I may have caused. But I'm like, is this like an unwritten rule that men just feel like they can just flirt like when they're out of town? Like, <laughs> see, his wife, his, huh? wife, his wife was like so confused. She was like, what in your right mind made you feel like this, there was nothing wrong with this? Like, like you just thought it was okay to just be out here flirting. Right. And he's like, I learned. And frolicking, because they was frolicking, okay? Yeah, they were definitely frolicking. And he was just like, I learned my lesson. Like, I'm never going to take pictures with girls, and I'm never going to. And I'm like, oh, you just going to make sure ain't no cameras involved, so you ain't going to get caught. I see you. Because where did you have your ring on? Like, I don't know. Let's see. That's what makes people so, like, not feel feel uncomfortable with marriage and stuff like that when stuff like that happens I, mean, I just think that's just comes down to knowing your partner mm-hmm. because she know her husband like to flirt she probably know yeah yeah but she trusted him to go to Miami of all places like if your husband has an issue with flirting and has a wondering eye you might not want to send him to Miami by himself okay <laughs> okay you might want to go <laughs> But then it's like, who wants to be in a relationship like that where I got to babysit you? Absolutely. Absolutely. I trust my husband to go wherever he needs to go. Yeah. Because I'm not babysitting and I'm not, and I always tell my husband, uh, I'll never forget. I got so, when that girl called and she thought she could ask my husband to go pick her up in San Jose, I had got so upset, but I was like, let me keep my little composure. But I had got so upset. I was like, now you know I don't play about stuff like this. I don't play about you know me. You know I'm a little crazy. I don't play yep. about this stuff. Yep. And that's why you set the boundaries so that people won't even try it. Yeah. You already have the boundaries set in place. Like for like for my husband, for instance, when we first got married, I told he was like, Well, how do I communicate this? I was like, just let him know, like, hey after seven o'clock i'm home with my family and i'm not going to be answering phone calls or text messages or anything like that unless it's like an absolute emergency like you know uh, i can talk to you you know at wherever like during the day or whatever if you need to talk but we're not going to be just sitting up on the phone like no. they don't really, like sit up on the phone like that anyway like it more so would be a text message here or there or something like that because they have their own busy lives and stuff too it wasn't like they was just sitting around yeah. chatting all day but if it was something like that could wait for tomorrow like let it wait for tomorrow don't text me at nine ten o'clock at night like did you know so-and-so was having a boat party like you know like no no 
say that for another day. <laughs> okay. And see, that that's the nicer thing about, like, also getting married older. Because I feel like, like, my husband and I met at 18 and 19. Mm-hmm. And then we got married four years after that. Four or five years after that. So we were so young that we really had to, like, develop and learn while growing up, you know? But the first, but I think the only, like, not the only reason, but, like, a lot of people that are our age that get married don't last. Mm -hmm. And I think the reason why we were so young and we're still married and we're able to build a foundation is because even if we don't um, agree on something, Mm -hmm. we trust each other and we always feel that the other person's feelings are valid. Like you may know you're not right. I may, I may know I'm not right about the situation, but it's not about right or wrong. It's how that person felt. And I think because we always cared about how the other person felt about a situation that we were able to grow and mature and make those adjustments in our marriage. You know what I'm saying? That's the key. Like, you know, uh, we always say like you attack the issue and not each other. Yeah. There's something, there's some type of conflict or something happening within the the two of you. Like, let's focus on the issue, not like whose fault it is or who said what, or as long as we respect each other and we care about each other's feelings, then we're not in, we're not in combat with each other. Like let's attack the issue and let's always respect each other and always care about the other person's feelings. Like you said, sometimes we're not going to always understand their point of view, but your feelings are still valid. As a right. person, I love you enough to acknowledge that your feelings are valid. Sometimes we may have to agree to disagree, or I might have to. We may have to have a follow up conversation to gain understanding of your perspective, but. Like, you know, we're not going to just shoot each other down and be like, nah, 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 you know, like, I'm right, you're wrong or whatever, because you don't get anywhere doing that. So, and I didn't like my husband having female friends in the beginning. I'll be honest. I was like, not really for it. I was okay with some of them because they were childhood friends, but some of them I was like, we could really let her go. (laughs) But, (laughs) but I started to kind of realize that those friendships were working in my benefit Mm -hmm. you know because those friendships um that he has with those people even though i didn't met them they had enough they they were always respectful like most of them are respectful it's the it's some of the new ones that be getting out of line but the oldies but goodies they were super respectful and those have always um had my back or you know have always you know, been on my side or check him on stuff. Mm-hmm. So that part, I was like, oh, you know, these female friends are not too bad because. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, another thing that we wanted to talk about that came up was like, can your your friends call your husband? It's a strong no for me. <laughs> Don't, don't even text. That's a strong no for me because 
Because why are you calling in? Because why don't you text me? Because I don't, because I only got a good five friends. And listen, now none of them need to be texting. <laughs> okay, my circle, I keep it small. Everybody is, everybody is legit. My circle is strong. Okay. Great. My network is strong. Yeah. What we're not going to do is call Joshua. Okay. <laughs> You know, it's crazy i never even had to tell my friends that like yeah no no because like my husband he's in hr so a lot of times most of the time my friends if they need to talk to him it's about something work related yeah it's like oh can he help me with my resume but they always call me first like hey do you think brandon can help me with my resume or i have right. a question about such and such do you think he has time and sometimes i'll be like why don't you just call him because like I said, my friends are my sisters. I trust them. I know nothing funny is going on. I know they ain't trying to me. So with that being said, with them, I actually feel comfortable. I wouldn't care. Because um, I know one, they either going to tell me or he's going to tell me. But I've never even had to tell them, like, if they do text him, it's always a group chat, like, between me, them, and him. And they'll be like, hey, bro, can you da 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 But I'm in the group chat. Yeah. Oh, they'll ask me like hey can you ask him such and such and i'll be like okay yeah i'll ask him or if i don't have time like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna tell him that you're gonna call him right for things like that i just don't even it doesn't even like i don't second guess it because it's just a relationship that we all have with each other um right. and he's had to call them before like if he's planning something for my birthday or like he's trying to surprise me about something or if he's trying to buy me something and he wants their opinion like we just all have that like they have a sibling type relationship with him we've been together for well dang what 10 years or more yeah, yeah. see i'm okay with that I'm okay with that. You just come, like, I've had situations like that too, where it was usually financial, like opening, because my husband worked at the bank for a long time, like picking the right bank account or uh, investing in real estate. That's fine. You come through me, you go to him. And then actually from there, I don't want to hear about it no more. He can call you, you can call him about this real estate financial thing. Yeah. But um, breeze, we not shooting the breeze. We not. Oh, hey, how was your day? No. Yeah, ain't. yeah. We not. Yeah. How was work? No, nah, none of that. And the funny thing is, in college, we had this couple. We had this couple that we hung out with a lot, right? Mm -hmm. And um, my husband and her were friends first through a mutual friend. Mm -hmm. So technically they were friends first. So they liked to, they were friends so that they would occasionally call each other. Right. And I really didn't have a problem with it because I was friends with her mm -hmm. and he had met her before he had met me. Yeah. And so it was a before me thing. And so I was really okay with it, but her now husband back then, they were just dating. We we're all just dating at the time was like, bro, don't call, <laughs> don't call. <laughs> <laughs> oh my girl and why are you calling him and he was like not okay with it like this is past the boundary and uh it was so funny but like you have to think we were like you know 20 years old 20 yeah. 21 years old yeah because we have those now like a lot of our close friends like our couple friends like he was friends with them before 
So like we have a friend where I was friends with the husband and he was friends with the wife before. Yeah. But I never called her husband or nothing like that because I wasn't close to him like that. But the wife and Brandon, they were friends. So if she needs something, like she'll call him or text him, whatever. It's like brother, sister. Right. And um, so there's a, because we all went to the same church and stuff like that. So it's just, it's all family, to be honest. Yeah. Most of our friends, our friends are our family. And we just been in each other's lives for so long. It's just a level of comfort there and a level of trust. Yeah. Those issues just don't even come don't to even. Yeah, like it's not even a thing <laughs> yeah and it can't be honestly i feel like in a healthy relationship that can't be a thing like this is not we're not doing that over here like we're not like what what is that like i don't even understand that yeah it's no surprises or like anything like that like my husband he always tells people who i am like when i used to go to yeah. work with him people will run up to me and be like hi Kendra and I'm like I have no idea who you are but they knew who I was because my pictures are all over his office and <laughs> okay exactly they be know who I am okay that's what counts yeah exactly and it's always a respect level there because he demands the respect too you know yeah. and that's what's important it's like it's both sides like you don't even have to second guess it you have the conversation and that's it if you you know you trust your spouse they trust and respect you. They don't want no problems. You don't want no problems. And they want everybody to know, you know, where their line is drawn to because they don't want anybody to invade their space or to invade what they have going on. So, um, yeah. I think but, wait, so I have a question. Uh-huh. Okay, so would Brandon be okay if you all of a sudden just had a lot of male friends? like five six seven eight male friends okay so here's the thing i do have a lot i have a group of guys that they're like brothers to me like but these guys were before before yes if i met like a guy friend now yeah i wouldn't even do that <laughs> but he does he still make female friends now no. oh, okay no my husband still has like makes female friends now in more sense of like networking at the job co-workers that like yeah like networking stuff like that yeah but not where they're calling him to see how he's doing and just shooting the breeze like no these are people i would call them colleagues yeah yeah i see yeah same here same here well that he has to talk business with um, but they don't call him after business hours just to like, they're not friends. They're not Kiki. Yeah. They're not friends. They're just colleagues. Yeah. But for me, I think if I was to meet, I just don't, I'm just the type of person that I don't feel like if I'm married, I don't need to have those type of friendships with the right. Like, I do have male friends that I talk to occasionally, um, people that I knew before my husband that I check in, see how they doing, how their kids doing, you know, what's going on. Um, they comment on my stuff on Instagram. I comment on theirs. Like, we might kiki about something that happened back in the day if some an old picture pops up or something. But these are all people that he knows. 
or he's met before. He don't really know them like that, but he's met them before. Um, or if it's somebody from college, like, but it's always like, oh, your son is so cute or your daughter's, so, you know, it's like stuff like yeah. that. There's never any, anything like that. I don't really hang out with anybody. I'm terrible at, at that. I should plan a little reunion with my friends, but um, yeah, in college, there was like, like six guys that I used to hang out with and yeah. at my house every weekend, but they're like brothers to me. Like yeah. they would bring their chicks over. Like they're my, they were my brother's friends and me and my brother are so close that we did everything together, like high school and college. <laughs> yeah. So their friends became my friends. My friends became their friends. And we just like an all big family. Like every weekend, everybody would come to my house it would be like 10 people sleeping in the living room. Like you just fall asleep where you may. And um, so then when I started dating Brandon, um, I kind of like brought him around a couple times, but they real ghetto. Your childhood friends be just okay? And so Brandon's cup of tea, like he is from Northern California. So they just a little different. Yeah, they do things different. Yeah, little, he's familiar with hood, like, but mm-hmm. it's a little different. Yeah, and so, but he will always come, like, when invited. But he he wasn't always trying to come, like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he likes a different turn up. <laughs> our wedding, like, you know, like our baby shower and and stuff like that. We haven't really like hung out in a long time because now everybody's growing up and having kids and buying houses and living in different places. Yeah, but yeah, I still consider them my brothers and my friends, and I talk to them occasionally. But other than that, I don't be chopping it up with no dudes like that. See, there is no way on this God's green earth that Joshua would probably be okay with me having male friends. And so I'd be like, Josh, that is so, you're so lucky that I'm so extroverted introverted. (laughs) (laughs) You're so lucky that this works in your benefit because I'm so to myself, I'm an extrovert, but I'm an introvert. Yeah. And so I'm like, you're so lucky that I'm just to myself. But then I think about, back in the day when I would go to fashion events all the time and he never wanted to go to those things so I would go by myself or with my fashion friends all the time mm-hmm. and there was a lot of different guys that I would meet and that I was cool with mm-hmm. and now when I think back on it I'd be like wow you know that was a lot of trust for him because I'm going to these Hollywood events these fashion shows mm-hmm. these like different types of stuff and he never felt like uncomfortable or he never felt like he didn't trust me you know and there was a lot of different like guys that I would meet at the fashion shows and this and that and he never felt like threatened or this and that and so now looking back on it I'll be like wow we even though we were young and we didn't always know exactly what we're doing or how to do it we were somehow always on the same page you know Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, you guys were able to build that foundation and to trust each other. And that just comes from like, really, just you said he likes to overshare. That's good. Yeah, he likes to over communicate. 
then you're able to like get into their inner thoughts and like how they process things and how they view things. And then that just helps you to learn each other on a deeper level. And I feel like that's the best thing ever. Like uh, me and my husband's first date, we talked for like four hours, like just yeah. sitting there at the restaurant, just talking. And like, I feel like those conversations have never stopped. We will literally be in bed. Yep. Hours, you know, mm-hmm. And you just keep getting to know each other and you just keep getting to learn how each other think and how you've evolved over time. And like, you know, like it just, it just makes your bond so strong that it don't even matter. Like you already know without me having to say a boundary, you already know what a boundary is. Like you are right. like, nope, she ain't going to like that. You better back up. Like, yeah, so like she not, <laughs> she's not with that. Like, <laughs> and so you know, when you learn someone and you care about them, like they're constantly on your mind and your radar. So you have them in mind with everything that you do. And would this represent them well? Or would they be okay with X, Y, and Z? Like, that's just a natural instinct. And until that comes, you might have to go ahead and lay it out. Talk about it. Yeah. And set those boundaries. Are If you are uncomfortable about something, you have the right to speak up about it. And you're yeah. be able to listen to what that boundary is without getting offended or making you feel like you're insecure about something. And because some things are not about insecurities, it's just being preventative because right. like you know yourself, you know your spouse, but you don't know these other people. And you don't know what how far they are willing to push the limit on, on certain things. Because people are ruthless. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if y'all watch Love is Blind, <laughs> but I just started watching it. I'm starting it this week. Okay. On one of the episodes, this girl keeps pushing the boundaries. Like, they're already engaged at this point, and you still trying to put your bid in. Like, go home. Go mm-hmm. home. Okay? Respect the relationship and go home. <laughs> Those are the type of people, that's why you establish boundaries with your spouse, especially because sometimes men just don't see certain things. Like, a lot of things go over your head when it comes to women. They don't even know when women are playing games or trying to flirt or trying to, like, get their foot in the door or their radar does not pick up those type of things. And so that's why you just already have your boundaries set in place for them little sally bags where they just swoop in and put their bed in. Because I was just really like watching the show like, is she really trying to infiltrate the relationship right now? <laughs> You're like, what are you doing? But you know what? I think sometimes people bring up their, their boundaries and they think that just because... Um, like, you don't have to agree with the boundary, but you can respect the boundary. You know what I'm saying? Like, if if um, your significant other feels, makes something makes them feel uncomfortable, I feel like sometimes people will be like, well, no, I mean, it's I, it should be fine. Like, I, I'm comfortable with talking to them at 8 o'clock at night, 9 o'clock at night, 10 o'clock at night. So it should be okay for them, like, nothing's going on so I should be able to talk to them at 10 o'clock at night there's nothing wrong with that we're not doing anything wrong but if that makes your partner feel uncomfortable it's like there has to be a line of respect you know what I'm saying because I feel like some people just like 
world. Nothing's going on, so it shouldn't be a problem. They want their way. Yeah. But it's like, like I said, some things are just for preventatives because when you give a foothold, then that leaves room to, for the door to be open. And then you end up in a situation, you're like, how did I get here? I didn't even know, yeah. realize that was going on. Like, you don't always know what other people's intentions are. Exactly. That's, that's why, the part. Yeah. That's why you have boundaries because some people can use your kindness for weakness. And if they see an opportunity to where they can get what they want, they're going to go for it. Yeah. And, a, and people can do it in a very slick way, you know, and to where you don't even realize what's happening until it's happened. Right. That's so true. I saw a thing like that the other day on Facebook. Was it Facebook or Instagram? I think it was a, a photo from Facebook on Instagram. Basically, the guy was saying, he wanted props for this, by the way. It's just strange. Let me hear it. He was saying... Um, one night his wife was asleep and he was just scrolling on Facebook and he got a message. Oh, I saw this. Go ahead. Tell the people because this was wild to me. Go ahead. Go ahead. Correct me if I messed the story up, but okay. he was scrolling on Facebook and he got a message from an old classmate or coworker. Mm. Coworker. Was- old coworker. And she starts the conversation by saying, I know you're in a relationship. Mm. However, mm. I'm telling you the X, Y, and Z. And so he's, he's saying his thought process was he looked at his beautiful wife laying there all asleep and comfortable and secure. And, and, you know, she's just so comfortable and secure. And here I am talking to this lady and I think they ex- exchanged like some hellos, how you doing or something of the sort. And she basically propositioned him. And then he had to have this full thought process of her being a good woman. And is this girl worth me, you know, cheating on her with and, 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 and disrupting her peace? My, speaking of his wife. <coughs> But the fact that, so he wanted props because he didn't engage. He deleted her or, or, or told her no or something of the sort, right? Yeah, like he blocked, he was like, he wanted props because he was like, I blocked her because my wife, you know, she and doesn't he, deserve. He takes a picture. So along with the post, there's a picture of his wife sleeping in the bed and him <laughs> on the phone with her in the background. And then he posts this whole scenario and his wife. Yeah, that was the, that was the, sir, sir okay. don't tag me in a mess like this. If, if this happened, this is where I would, I wouldn't even give him props, but this would be an old, better scenario. If this thing happened, he confessed it to his wife and said, hey, this girl hit me up in the DMs, but I blocked her, X, Y, and Z. End of story. But the fact that you have to tell the story and tag her to her family and friends, so now she can be embarrassed at the fact that her husband contemplated cheating on her, but he didn't do it. So he won a cookie. I'll be, I'll be. You know what? The fact that he has, he, so he thought about it, like, hmm, maybe I should hook up with her. But uh, my wife, you know, she feels so safe and protected. I don't want to, it was just like, why did you have to think it through? Yeah, why did it even cross your mind to engage? 
Like he was just like, is she worth it? Is she worth yeah. it? Is anybody worth it? <laughs> is anybody worth it? That's what I want to know. I, um, I, I can't even tell you how hot I would have been because, and then not only is it embarrassing because your family and friends, but then the doggone thing went viral. <laughs> yeah. So this is where, let me tell y'all where he messed up because some people might be like, well, he did, he did the right thing. Da, 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 da. Then, let me tell you where he messed up. When we talking about boundaries. Yep. It's nighttime. It's probably, it was probably midnight. It was really late in the night. He saw that message pop up. He should not have opened it. He should have closed the app. If he felt tempted to open it and talk to her, he should have closed the app and went to bed. Mm-hmm. Do not engage. Because guess what? If you're responding to a woman at that time of day that is like, hey, how you doing? She's thinking that you on her level with it. Because you're engaging with her at that time of night. Right. Like, if this was something somebody that you talk to on a regular basis and it was like y'all kikiing about a meme or something, like, that's a little different. But this person is hitting you out the blue. And because on Facebook, you can see when somebody is online. So right. she will respond to the message right away. She was opening it up to have a conversation with him. And he fell right into the trap. Right into the trap. And then had the nerve to blast it. Why you got to blast it like that, bro? Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, you, <laughs> important. It's very important to have boundaries in your relationships. Like, whether platonic, romantic. I feel like boundaries are just important to, to, for everybody. You know, to just maintain a healthy relationship yeah Um, there's so many other areas that you can set boundaries as far as like um even when it comes to like your mental health or how you feel about yourself and things like that like hey don't tease me about x y like i don't like that if you know because some people like to go back and forth and tease each other in a relationship if that's something you don't like you can set that boundary like hey I don't like it. Yeah. I don't need you joking about my weight or I don't need you joking about my hair or I need to dress better or whatever because that's going to meet my insecurities. Like, I don't, I, I need you to uplift me. So that's a boundary that I have. Or, um, you know, it could be anything in a relationship. It doesn't have to be just about like other people or women or friends and things like that so that's just something that we decided to talk about today since the topic came up with um Kiera Sheard and yeah we thought it would be interesting to talk about just kind of weigh in especially with our friends and our, our husbands having friends and like you know us having friends and I'm really close with my friends so I think that was like a valid question to talk about um but yeah i mean you gotta know who you married to yeah i think it comes down to that you just gotta know who you're married to <laughs> who you married who you who you married to <laughs> that's important if you're not married yet get really 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 get to know your partner because yeah a lot of these things i just don't even have to question with my husband because i know him right he is a stand-up respectable guy 
you know, on purpose to where I would be embarrassed or upset or whatever. So I think it's just important to know who you're with, you know, as best as possible. Because what they say, you think you know somebody. <laughs> okay. They feel like you think you know. A situation arises, but try your best to ask every little question. There was a post on Instagram that was a really good um, list of things that you should talk about. I'm going to see if I can find it again, but it was a really good list of things you should talk about before you get married. Yeah. And surprisingly, a lot of things on those lists, people just don't even discuss. Yeah. Like, that's so true oh, I can't wait to see this list I'm gonna see if I didn't talk about everything because you just never know it's always good to check in and the the conversation cha- uh, changes as you get older too like you're you know what you once thought one way can be completely different 10 15 20 years later so it's always good to check back in with those type of things but sometimes I feel like because my husband and I have been together so long um I feel like sometimes when like a, somebody get close to that boundary or something like that, sometimes I feel like he tried to tell me to be like, see, I still got it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'll be like, you know, I'm crazy. Do not play with me. Do not play with me like this. I'm not, the, I'm not the one to play around with. I'm not playing like this. And he'd be like laughing. And I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. You're like, oh yeah, so and so tried to talk to me today, but I was like, nah. <laughs> or like he used to have to go to a lot of schools for work and he would be like, Oh yeah, we have to get the, the ladies Starbucks cards. And I'd be like, you know what, don't play with me. Oh, and I got a Starbucks card too, right? Okay, write that off and bring me my Starbucks card. <laughs> <laughs> but again, it's just knowing your partner at the end of the day. Absolutely. Huh? absolutely oh it's i found it oh good okay so we'll post it yes i'll say it on here real quick too okay Um, say before you get married discuss bills parenting styles credit debt religion how to deal with family beliefs childhood trauma that's a big one sexual expectations partner expectations financial expectations Mm. Health history, mental health history, bucket list, dream home, career, education, political views, and whatever else comes to mind. But that is a great list to start with. Yeah. Dating, thinking about marriage, or even just dating in general. Like, talk about this stuff. Because a lot of those things could really make or break your marriage. Yeah, because we need to be voting for the same people. That's my thing. We need to be on the same. Can I be way off? No. Because how we vote is going to affect our life, our livelihood, and our children. So Yeah, and, and I'm not going to be arguing with you every four years. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And, we, and you need to ha- talk about what your expectations are for each other. So, yeah. whether you're talking about gender roles, you're talking about um, who's going to do what in the household, like, yeah. 50 50 on this we going all in like those are important things to discuss before you think about marrying somebody because if they have a totally different view of how to run a household that is going to be a major issue in your marriage you need to be one accord on that yeah oh man that was so hard the first year 
having to learn that we had completely different gender role ideas. <laughs> we were like, you know, what is that, 18, 19, so 20, 21, 22, maybe around 22, 23, and we had completely, just complete different ideas on gender roles. Wow, like your expectations of each other were different or? Yeah, like because sometimes you don't realize like you, what like like my, my husband saw his mom or dad do certain things that I came up with a completely different background and yeah. so my mom and dad do different things. Mm -hmm. So like little stuff that that like stuff that I didn't realize that my dad did all the time that I expected Josh to do all the time. And I was just like, what are you doing? Like, what? I'm like, whoa, I just got married to you. And <laughs> how you fall asleep and not check that the front door is locked? Yeah. I was like, whoa, whoa. Or like in his household, the mom and dad took the trash out. How y'all both take the trash out? Mm -mm. And I was like, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Huh? Huh? Trash? Huh? Girl, I was like, what happened? What's going on? Mm -hmm. no. Or like, my dad always washed my mom's car every Sunday and put gas in it every Sunday. And I was just like, my oil need to be changed. Why you ain't changed the oil? Right. <laughs> if, the, if the light is blinking, why isn't you? <laughs> why did you take care of that? <laughs> but then over time you realize different people are raised differently and you're the and what you are strong in we could we you know we even though at the time the trash was a really big deal to me I've learned like okay he knows that's a big deal thing to me mm -hmm. but at the end of the day if that trash need to go out it need to go out okay <laughs> I <ain't laughs> You stop touching it. I'll be like, listen. But then, huh? Well, I I I have to, more recently. I have taken it out if he was out of town. But before yeah. he was out of town, I would literally call my brother. Like, can you come take my trash out? <laughs> like, no. I would even tell my brother, like, like if he was leaving for work um, during the week, and it was before like trash day, like to put the trash cans out. Like, I won't do that. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. He will call my brother and be like, hey, I'm going out of town. Can you, before you go to work, can you come put the trash cans out? No, no, I'm not going to roll the trash. I'm not going to roll the trash can out, but I'm talking about taking the trash in the house to the dump, to the, to the trash can before you roll it out. Did you see that video I posted yesterday about the, it said, you know, your wife and then the oh, yeah. is down outside? That's me. Yeah, yeah. No, if I did that, well, no, with boxes, my husband would be like, oh my God, these boxes need to be broken down. Yeah. But with the trash, he cannot understand why, if you're not happy with the trash, why don't you just put it in the thing? Like, I'm going to roll it down to the streets. But so, but he knows if I get to a point where I take it out, he's like, ooh. Yeah, he knows. <laughs> he knows, like, ooh, I didn't wait too long because Nicole is like, and I'll give, sometimes I'll give him a couple of tries, like, hey, you know, when you leave tomorrow, please take, the, you know what I'm saying? But before that would just erupt me, you know, with time, it's like, look, I'm just going to work with you, bro. I'm going to work with you. 
Yeah, and they have to learn too, and you have to learn that you can't put those expectations on the same level of expectation that you have for your dad on your spouse. Like, yeah, we do that, especially when we grew up in a house with our father. But I had to learn too because my dad is drag of all trades, and he would literally do everything himself. Mm-hmm. And my husband is like, I'll do some things, but some things I'm just going to pay somebody for it because I don't have the time. Yes, same here, same I, here. I had to accept that because I'm like, it doesn't matter if he calls somebody to get it done or if he does it himself, as long as he's taking care of it. Like, what does it matter, you know? Yeah, I had to learn that too. I had yeah. to learn that too. Beginning, I would be like, can you, like, you know, change my oil or can you... <laughs> da, 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 and he'd be like, I will take it to the whatever the car dealership. Like, I will take it and get it done and I will bring it back to you gassed up. But no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so funny. But it's like those expect like you said, you can't put those expectations on your spouse. And that's something I feel like, even if you talk about it at the beginning, it's like it's it still takes a little bit of like okay, I'm gonna hold it together. Like, you know, you are not, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, okay, we can, we can, we can work with it. But, you know, like now with me, he knows, like, he got to check the doors a lot before he go to sleep. Like, he cannot go to sleep. Like, he worked with me on that. Like, you got to check the doors that they locked and he puts the alarm on every night. Yes. And I'm like, okay, that's a big deal to me, you yes. know? Absolutely. So, yeah you live and you learn as time goes on it's just important too that we have to give each other grace because guess what we're not perfect either oh yeah no no everything the way that their moms did it or their grandmas or whatever so we have to give each other grace in those areas um too you know yeah as long as you guys are communicating and you guys can get on the same page about things like that's what's most important like the goal is to get on the same page we both feel comfortable we both feel appreciated we both feel like we're playing our part and you know growing as a family so yeah for sure as long as you're talking you're doing something right (laughs) okay (laughs) so we hope you guys enjoyed this episode um make sure you guys are following us on instagram at somebody's mama pod and on apple podcast spotify somebody's mama podcast please leave us a rating and review. Um, If you could just press the little button that says five stars. We'll really appreciate it. Um, And share this video with a friend. Amen. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.